Hey, what's up guys? This is your boy Sean Thomas with the Ocala Arts and Entertainment Podcast you are checking out. And today with me is a, a gentleman who is none like the other. He is special. And I'm really happy to sit next to him to, you know, hear his story about what he does in the community. We are blessed to have this wonderful space where his work is displayed. And this is the City of Ocala Recreational Administrative Building. Yeah. Yes, sir. I got it right. Yes, sir. Good. And of course, you're going to see a beautiful lady coming in at some point, but you have to stay tuned. All right. You have to stay tuned to, to the Ocala Arts and Entertainment Podcast because this beautiful lady is responsible for the display in this lovely room of his work. And her name is Emily Parkman. So stay tuned. All right. Now, of course, sitting next to me is. So this is the, the interesting part. Now, I can't just say one name because this guy is he wears two hats. So but I learned it's the correct name. Albert Anthony. Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua. Now that last name is also a nice name. I'm into rhythm. So when I hear people and their names, I always connect with that rhythm in their name. So Bevilacqua. However, most, well, half and half on, on, on the uh, planet Earth so far. This guy is known to a lot of people by the name Tony. But Albert is like the official... The official name. Albert Anthony the Third. Don't get any more official here. <laughs> <laughs> so you said the third. So we have a second and the first. And yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So what is interesting, what I would like to start with, um, Albert, Tony, is you have an interesting story because here it is, you are contributing to the environment. The work you do, it has to do with items that folks decided was not of any use. And you stepped in to say, oh, I, I have an idea for that. And that is not normal. That's a gift and a talent that I'm happy to share on the Ocala Arts and Entertainment Podcast. What I also find interesting is how you would visit the beach area, the parks and all that, you to find these discarded items. And another interesting side of what you do is showing up to these uh, hardwares or what have you to try and buy discarded paint. Yes, sir. That's... So we, we need to explore this. <laughs> so that, I'm so happy that you, you, you are coming on to the Ocala Arts and Entertainment Podcast to share how did you get to that point. But so, so we want to find out, okay, um, before you stepped into doing art, what was happening before that? And, and, and firstly, where are you coming out from in terms of your neck of the woods, country-wise. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. But <laughs> first, I want to say thank you for having me on your podcast. It's you great, and I appreciate quite it. Quite welcome. And, um, and you are correct. I am not normal. My wife can attest to that. 
And um, yeah, so basically, I, I like to bring awareness to environmental issues. You know, not littering, plastics in the environment, you know, cleaning up beaches and parks. Florida is known for its many beautiful places, which I'm a big outdoors person. Yes. My getaway, you know, I tell everybody, you know, I'm kind of still like that little kid, you know, Saturday morning, I get up early, I just want to go out and play. Yes. My playground is I love going to a lot of the wildlife uh, conservation areas and parks and beaches, paddleboarding, canoeing. Um, I just love being out in these areas, Every, from Loxahatchee, Big Cypress Bend, um, hmm. you know, there's so many of these parks in Florida and they really are a treasure to our state. The sad part is, a lot of pollution, you know, a lot of litter, you know, you go to these parks and beaches and people discard soda cans, water bottles, spoons, nice. So my wife and I, we got involved in a lot of community projects and what we were doing is sponsoring beach and park cleanups where we would get a group of people together, pass out garbage bags, we would go around and we would clean up a park or we would clean up a beach. And then it came to me one day when we were gathering a lot of this material is like, wow, you know what? I could probably make something out of it, you know? Hmm. And um, now, a true story, we, we did the first beach cleanup and I had this big tarp out and everybody was bringing all this stuff, you know, they were pulling out of the intercoastal and the beach and I mean, it was really horrific stuff. So my wife is standing next to me. She's like, wow, they really picked up a lot of stuff. I said, yeah, I know. Hmm. I said, I got to try to get this in the car because I'm taking it home. And my wife looked at me and goes, what do you mean you're taking this home? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make some art out of it. Oh. And my wife is looking at me again like, you know, I've been standing too close to the garbage or something. <laughs> so I tried to convince her. She's a good sport about a lot of this stuff. So um, we did. I took a lot of the stuff home, cleaned it up. And I just started making things out of it, you know. I was just playing around, you know, with like water bottles and some of the artwork as you can see in the building were, was made out of the water bottles. And there was a lot of uh, experimenting going on because, um, you know, if you hit a water bottle with too much heat, it will literally shrivel up and disappear. Um, working with styrofoams and, and as you mentioned, the discarded paints came about because... Um, I am on a very tight budget. Uh, my wife uh, gives me a spending allowance, which, uh, and if you do go to an art store, I mean, Lord have mercy, paints and brushes. Forget about it. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how artists make it. I mean, it's a lot of cash you got to dole out, you know. So uh, one day I was at one of the home improvement stores, and I was going around the corner, and they had this rack there, and there was like these spray paints and and these little jars of tester paints and even caulking and everything and everything on the rack was for 50 cents oh and i was like that oh, sounds like me that sounds like me <laughs> so budget accomplished so i scooped it all into the cart and i took it home and um i just started playing around and you know i would even go by um there would be places that they would be doing construction work and they would be throwing away a lot of the stuff that they were discarding boxes paints materials and i would pick it up and um and use that either as canvas you know something to work on or actually paint on like one of the sculptures i showed you was entirely made from styrofoam i glued a bunch of styrofoam together carved it out 
and then um, applied all of these uh, corporate logos to it, which is entitled Brand Man. Mm. And then the other one, which I showed you, which was Look, uh, that was entirely made from stuff found at a park, uh, Gumbo Limbo in um, Boca Raton. And, um, and that was neat. So that's, to me, it was a, a couple of things. It was the challenge of just taking stuff and making stuff out of it. And that was a challenge in itself. Mm -hmm. And doing something that people could recognize and see and say, wow, he made that out of bottles. Or, wow, he painted that using a bunch of discarded paints and, um, and materials just found. I mean, I, I just thought that was, you know... I never really considered myself a you know artist. I didn't have the background or education or any of that. It was just something I, I it totally came by accident. I was playing around in the garage with a bunch of again materials that otherwise I was about to throw out. I started throwing some paint on um, on a board and um, some other. I just gonna sound really corny. My wife had a box of these old uh, uh, shower curtain rings, and um, I cut them up. And I made a flower out of it, and I glued it to this board. And a friend was coming by, and she saw this, and you know, went nuts over it, and thought it was like really amazing. I'm like, wow, you know. And um, so I started questioning myself at that point. And um, mm. so it was just really neat. That's how it kind of started. So it evolved, and then each project became more of a challenge. Whether I found a piece of styrofoam. Whether um, I came across a case of caulking and spray paint and another bunch of discarded material, what can you possibly make? Right. Even you know these two pieces behind these were two box boards um, that were found. And this um, one. Yep, both of these. And they, I just used. These are all discarded paints, and um, and that was it. I just uh, I just went to town and I just and. A lot of artists can attest to this, you know, you, when you go into your studio or your workshop or your garage, you know, you're either going to make something really beautiful or yes. you're going to make a big mess. <laughs> and in my case, most of the time it's a mess, but sometimes it's really beautiful. You never know. What I would like the uh, viewers to um, tap into is you mentioned that you and your wife had a discussion about going to start this you know, cleanup campaign. Yeah. Whose idea was it? I mean, well, how did that come about? Is it, and because you've been going to the beaches, you've been... Yes, I, fre I frequent the beaches. Like I said, I go to these places a lot. And uh, my wife is also my business partner. We, we run a business and we work together. And, um, you know, so we love doing... My wife and I work very hard to build a business. Right. And... Um, What's the we, name of it, of the business? Well, we're um, we're in the financial services industry. Okay. And okay. you know, so we built a business, and we both run our business together. And um, we've been very fortunate through the years. We love giving back. We love doing things that truly impact the community. We wanted to do things that really have an impact. Right. And we love interacting with people and the kids, and we get a real big kick out of doing these programs, whether it's for um, Autism Speaks, Humane Society. Um, St. Jude's, um, just, I mean, you know, uh, Feeding America. Right. Um, we'll see something maybe in the news or something that will prompt us to do something, but we just generally like doing something that's hands-on. 
Right. That's just the way we are. Right. And um, we thought, what better way, you know, uh, going to a beach or going to a park, getting a bunch of people together, and spending a day at the park or the beach is not a bad thing. Of course. And doing something good yeah. as well as cleaning it up and making the place beautiful again, using the artwork to remind people that mm -hmm. you need to mm -hmm. protect the environment, not litter. And um, So how long, so when did you start doing that? We started doing this, I'm going to say, uh, I think it all started back in like maybe 2018, I think it was. Wow. Yeah, 2000, I would say, yeah, about that time frame. And is it something you do like every month or is it every two? How, how often do you gather? It just depends what's going on, you know. Obviously, with COVID, everything, you know, we were doing it once a year. Right. Okay. And then, um, okay. and, you know, then when COVID came along, it made, obviously, there was a three-year period where nothing was really happening. Yeah. Um, we also moved up to this area as well we I, I actually go back and forth between south florida and northern florida my business is in south florida and um, i have a residence in northern florida so we go back and forth so um yeah we we try to do what we can with the time that we have you know so you are you guys are collecting all this stuff and and you are seeing all of this discarded material and you say to everybody, you know what, I, I want to take this home. I mean, what is it that you are connected to art by a family member or someone in the family that already <laughs> is doing art? Your parents have no, been no, involved no. I, I in just, music. How, <clears throat> you know, I'm trying to get us Well, the, the, the art thing, I think, comes, you know, my, my whole, my, my father's side of the family are all into culinary arts. My father was a chef. His father was a chef. They used to do sculptures and ice okay. sculptures and stuff. So growing up as a kid, watching my father, you know, do an ice sculpture, I'll never mm. forget it. Uh, my grandfather and my father once made a replica of the um, Liberty, um, oh my God, the, um, what's for words now, New York. Statue, Statue of Liberty. Statue. Okay. Statue All out of margin, uh, margarine or butter. Oh. And I, as a kid, so, I was like blown away. Thought it was so, cool. so, so, would you say that that can be like the starting point of your creative art? Two, you know? twofold. It was watching my 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 father and my grandfather do this wonderful stuff in the culinary world. I had a really really great mom. Um, who was just really great with projects. My mom was Boy Scout, Girl Scout, and um, my mom was terrific at taking a Clorox bottle and making it into a helicopter. We did this one time what? as a project so, as a kid. So doing these little projects with my mother and, um, and seeing my father do some of the work that they did was definitely, you know, one of the big part of my life that was always inspirational. As a kid, I used to draw and you know, cartoons and, and make little things like that. And, were, you, um, were you good at it, the drawing? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it. I did a lot of drawings, you know, um, and that was really neat. I think um, I love color, and as you can see, <laughs> our work, I, I like color, and I, I like experimenting with different types of materials, so that's where it took, and I literally see things, like 
when the the sculpture look that I shared with you that was yes. made out of the oil jug, like when the when the couple came across the beach and they were holding that jug, I know it sounds kind of corny, but I saw the face in the jug, mm. you know, as they were handing it to me. So I instantly knew that was going to be the centerpiece of mm. my next project. You wow. know, and so like I'll I'll pick some like at one time um, I did uh, for. Uh, Gumbo Limbo in Boca Raton, Luna is their mascot, which is a sea turtle. They they do a lot in the area of um, sea turtle conservation and protection. And um, so we found a couple of discarded um, hard hats. Mm. And the first thing I thought of when I saw the hard hat was a turtle shell. So I made two small turtles using the um, hard hats. I cut them a certain way and I airbrushed them and everything and they came out and they looked like sea turtles. Yes. And I, I know it sounds kind of corny, so I could see certain objects like, like I know I showed you the, the look one with the bag of coat hangers, you yes. know, that was someone threw out of the park and I instantly thought of, you know, what I can make and how I can take those coat hangers and twist it up and make something different out of it. So, or the water bottles. The water bottles was like endless. It was like giving somebody, um, you know, a, a Lego set. You know, it was mm. like because they're so uniform, right? And the dimensions and everything. So I was like, wow, this could have so many different things to it. So when I started cutting up the water bottles and um, and I made a sculpture um, out of 480 water bottles, which is a, a flamingo actually a six-foot flamingo feeding her baby hmm. and it's entirely made from uh, 480 water bottles and I, I just saw this in my head and I just slowly just started using the bottles and and making them work to make the sculpture and I gotta tell you half the time I surprised myself because I didn't think I was gonna pull that off to be honest with you. So what I find interesting is okay so when you started the uh, uh, cleanup campaign thing of course by that time, you're not seeing objects and you're not seeing anything to say, well, oh, I could maybe do something. You're just focusing on doing good stuff for the community yeah. and you're collecting all this stuff. So at some point, you went into your garage or what have you and you saw all of this stuff and I guess it triggered that you could... Could you tell us, like, is it a... Did you do some... What was the first piece of art you kind of put your hand on and you could say ah maybe i could try this with this and it's all one of the uh the shower curtain uh is that that one yeah the so yeah with the shower curtains you know rings i mean it was just um honestly just you know i would find like i said just holding an object playing with it looking at it and saying i'm gonna make a flower out of this you mm. know and um and and that there lies the challenge and then I just sit there and play with the object until I could figure out how to make a flower out of it, you know, whether in, mm. so most of the times I, I don't really go into it with a set agenda. I just right. literally see the, the object in my hand and then I start, like one of the beach cleanups, they pulled out um, a bunch of uh, like lawn chairs, you know, aluminum lawn chairs and oh. stuff. So I cut up the aluminum lawn chairs and I made them look like... Um, uh, coral reef like an mm. underground coral reef and you know you would 
I know most people don't look at a bunch yeah, of aluminum pipes and see coral reef, you yeah. know? But that's what went through my head. So as I was cutting up the pipes and I was laying them out on, you know, the material to create this 3D artwork, it just comes together. And that's the cool thing too, because people can then see the vision, like in the paintings that are here, like with the flowers or, um, you know, with the flamingo and the other pieces of art that I showed you. Um, it just comes together. I don't know how to explain it. I just go in there and, like I said, I'll go in there and start playing and start playing. So, 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 so basically the discarded objects that you started collecting became your toys. Yes. I just played, I just played with them to figure out what I can make. I never, I never approached it was like, um, there's been some pieces that I, I had an inspiration for. So the flamingo, a friend of mine who's a photographer sent me a picture. He took a, he actually took a picture of a flamingo feeding her baby and sent it to me. And I saw the, that flamingo picture and I'm like, I'm going to make a sculpture out of that. Right. And, um, and then, you know, when I saw the water bottles, I'm like, that's going to be the medium, you know? <laughs> so the sculpture side of it. Did that come after you being able to do stuff on canvas, like the art stuff, or both sculpture and art? I just jump back and forth. I mean, my if you see my artwork, it's very different. Um, you know, my wife jokes and says I have art ADD because there's so many different <laughs> styles. And, and again, it's just whatever is going through my head at the time and whatever I'm doing. I don't want to be pigeonholed just to making a certain type of art or or certain type of style. Um, I love the freedom to do what I, whatever I feel like doing. If, if I want to make something out of styrofoam or hard hats or water bottles or spoons, whatever it may be, I just love the fact that I can try and make something. And, hey, you know, it's either going to be art or it's not. And I just try. And, so, so do you, because you said, well, Okay, if, if, if in your brain you see a flaw mm -hmm. and you're saying that you will try to use whatever objects you have to make this flaw, do you also see some of the uh, discarded items and you could just imagine something from it immediately? Yeah. So both ways, well, you, yeah. Sometimes so you think I, of an image, you make it, and then you see the image and the items already presents itself. Yeah, like sometimes, like, like I said, as soon as I saw the hard hats, boom, I was like, that's going to be a sea turtle. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, that's beautiful. You know, yeah, so sometimes <laughs> I'll see certain objects and think, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely, that's, I'm going to make that out of that, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so um, like we were talking earlier, you know, there's some things that I, and also some things I always wanted to do, but never had the medium. And all of a sudden, by accident, you come across a medium that would be perfect for that project. And uh, I'm always experimenting. You know, I'm always learning. And mm. so, you know, that's to me why I love it. Um, again, I, I like doing the artwork. It takes me away from my career. It's a chance for me to take a mental breather from work and, and you know, all the stuff we all have baggage and stuff that we have to deal with in our day-to-day -day lives and for me that is my escape mm. is just to go in the garage and 
and play with you know discarded materials and paints and and this type of stuff or as my wife like to say make a giant mess and um, you know I that's my Zen time you know everyone has their own some people play golf some people climb a mountain go some to people, the movies yeah, you know like read you. books you know I mean yeah. I yeah. and everyone should have something that they love to enjoy and pursue yes. the things that they like you know yes. I think uh, the world would be a better place if most folks did find something that they would like to do.